episode 12. This one's a little different because Charlie and I are sitting by Coal Creek along Teton Pass or off of Teton Pass Road. Uh, she's drinking. You can probably hear her. We're sitting in the shade. Beautiful sunny spring morning. Uh, and she, she and I are out backcountry skiing. Not driving around, which is very pleasant. And uh, the 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 topic that comes to mind now is is getting Charlie outdoors. So we've we've done pretty well getting Charlie outdoors so far. I think she's three months old and she's been uh, you know backcountry skiing, cross country skiing, hiking, running, bicycling, been to the climbing gym, been outdoor climbing of various kinds. She hasn't been actually climbing. Uh, but she accompanies us. We went on a three-night camper trip in relatively cold weather. And I think we made it all work uh, just fine. And learned some things along the way, uh, of course. Um, the, uh, yeah, the, 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 I guess the main lesson is, is extremely obvious. But be very comfortable where you're taking her yourself as the adult like I, I there's nothing I've done more than backcountry skiing and, and hiking and such so I, I have the I have my own personal systems and comfort dialed and, and staying well 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 within those uh, limits you know the, the backcountry skiing is probably the most serious thing we've done and it's I've just been three different places all of which are have no avalanche hazard and super familiar, close by, m- metered out logistics, uh, so on and so forth. Backcountry skiing, also, it, it's on my mind right now because we're doing the, the, she loves the movement up and down. It's the transitions in between that are tougher. So minimize those. I tried one day where we did two, two laps and that didn't work as well uh, as the one lap days. Um, yeah. I mean, to do all these things, we're, we are breaking the rules. We're, we're, you know, we use her, her stroller trailer thing, bike trailer, stroller, in such a way as, as counter to the manufacturer's recommendations in terms of her age and such. Uh, similarly, like, I doubt any pediatrician out there is telling you it's okay to take your baby backcountry skiing. Um, I don't know, but sort of breaking the rules. And... and uh, a couple things that help with that or help me feel better about doing that. I'm not a huge rule breaker, but uh, I've been doing it. So some of the things that help me process that is to have an excellent plan. I mean, I one of the things I love about outdoor adventures is is you know cooking up creative plans and creative solutions and the logistics of it. And this ski tour I'm doing right now. Uh, I've done a bunch of times, and in the past, it would it would be extremely quick, uh, logistically quite simple. And in this context, we have a car shuttle involved, and Rosie moved. Rosie and my sister shuttled the the baby car seat, and it was a whole elaborate thing. And it the, the, it's the crucial plan. I knew exactly where we were gonna stop and feed her right now, and stuff like that. I had it all worked out in vision. So good planning helps uh push the limits and as it pertains to like rules about what babies can and can't do 
uh, know why it is you're, the, the, their, the general convention prohib- prohibits it or prevents it, advises against it. Like, what rule are you breaking and why does that rule exist? A lot of it has to do with their head control and neck control, so taking measures to support her neck is crucial. We, in the, uh, in the bike trailer and ski trailer, cross-country skiing, biking, uh, jogging with her, she rides in her car seat inside the stroller so that she's supported. If, if it supports her in a car crash, it'll definitely support her in in a bike trailer. Uh, other, like, you know, rules around feeding and her sleep and such, that, that is addressed with good planning, making sure she's getting the right food and sleep out and about, and diaper changes, of course. Uh, basically, diaper change can't occur out in the snowy weather. Um, so this is our longest outing yet because it's sunny and warm. It's like 50 degrees right here. Uh, and we can hide in the shade while she feeds, and then I can quickly change her diaper, so on and so forth. Um, yeah, so know why the rules are there and why you're breaking them and what how, and how to how to address the the broken rules. Uh, other adaptations we made is, is carrying her in a, in a really robust sort of rigid chest carrier. Not rigid, but there's lots of lots and lots of chest carrier options for babies and the flimsiest ones are light and nice and kind of look cool in pictures but the more rigid ones definitely support her head and neck better and that goes a long ways to to giving us confidence when we're out and about uh yeah i got some notes here and i gotta adjust the baby for feeding she's got a little sun hat on this Keeping her, keeping her shaded. Let me dig up my notes. I don't know what it was I wanted to get to. Oh yeah, the other people support. We went on a that three night camping trip we did with another family, and that was huge. They had a, an older baby, and they'd worked out their systems and could share tips with us on the go and share support directly. Uh, today, the ski tour at the high point on top of Glory peak this morning I happened to run into a colleague and was able to smooth out a transition by handing her Charlie for a moment uh, which was perfect she could hold Charlie while I buckled my boots uh, yeah weather thoughts something we've learned about babies and weather she likes the weather in this chest carrier when it's windy or something she'll she'll stick her head up and try and look out she takes we were out one day skiing in the snow, snowfall, and she was taking the snow right to the face and, and being fine with it, it seemed like. Uh, and I've learned two things about her temperature regulation. I feel like I've learned, you know, you, they say babies don't have great temperature regulation. I didn't know what that meant exactly, but what I think I'm learning that it means is that she has, she has a pretty broad range of, of tolerance. She can get cold, she can get hot, and, and it seems to be okay. In fact, it might go further than that, is that of all the discomforts she experiences, uh, temperature, she'll experience, she'll get cold before she expresses discomfort, and she'll get hot before she expresses discomfort, uh, which makes it tough. 
generally she's pretty good at expressing her discomfort and asking for something different. But with the temperature thing, as best we can tell, she's, she's getting kind of chilly at times and not telling us. And she has gotten hot a time or two and, and hasn't told us. Uh, so you have to be extra tuned in, you know, just, yeah, pay special attention. I think that's sort of the gist of it that covers my notes and i think it's some interesting things therein that i have learned along the way and might help help others sort of break the rules if you will of of taking kids outside i don't encourage breaking rules but i do encourage being outside critical thinking understanding risks and uh and living your life and showing showing a kid how to live a life this is this we're just showing her how to live this particular life that we live. <laughs>